0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Shakti Power. Yay! We're in July in middle of summer. Everyone's having a great time. I know I'm seeing photos of everyone going to the beach. I'm getting messages of joy. We're feeling young and vibrant. This is awesome. This is where I love summertime. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's awake and alive and vibrant and free. So it's the perfect time to talk about today's episode and today's topic, which is Awaken Your Emotions. And for those of you who are just joining us, welcome, welcome to the Sacred Sensuality Series. Um, As you all know, I am kicking off, launching Sacred Sensuality Retreat on October 7th through the 14th of this year. And I have a book coming out of the same name, which teaches the principles that we're going to be um, sharing at this retreat. So on the sacred centrality podcast, um, we are just sharing bits and pieces of the chapters um, and and principles of of the teachings. And so we've been talking a lot about Tantra in the previous episodes, and we're going to talk about this again today. In Tantra, it's okay to cry. In Tantra, it's okay to let our emotions flow. This is really important for us in our modern life, in our modern society, because we don't allow ourselves to get in touch with our emotions anymore. We don't let our emotions flow. And there's a reason for that, because we've been hurt. Most human beings have been hurt. And for women, that hurt is usually internalized in our sacral chakra, our sacred sensual chakra that holds emotions, our mother energy, our sensuality, our connection to sexual energy, how we relate to each other in relationships. And so when we have had any of that hurt, when, when we've had any of that pure sexual energy or grail light, as I like to call it, stolen, used, abused, or crushed, the light of the feminine soul of the world dims. Just imagine how profound that is. A woman has that much power in her womb, in her sexual center. That's where she holds her light. That's her center of light. The feminine soul of the world lives there. So when one woman awakens, the feminine soul of the world within within herself, she wakens another and another and another. And when all the women are awake like this, there's just light shining out of them. So when we lose our life force, when we lose this light, this sacred Shakti, it's, it's you know, harmful to not only us, but to the earth. But here's the beauty of the feminine path. The feminine path returns to anoint us once again in the magical balm and the elixir of our sacred sexual energy, its succulent juice and primal liquid light. It's never lost. It's never destroyed. It can only be forgotten, buried, and, you know, tamed, caged, but it can never be destroyed. The feminine energy can never be destroyed, okay? So trust in that truth, trust in your presence, develop your relationship with your body, prepare your home and your body temple and sacred space and stay open. Let situations flow to you and be in joy. This is the way you can really prepare a foundation to let your emotions flow. And I'm going to share with you seven sacred steps to really awaken your emotions. And I teach this in the book, Sacred Sensuality, and I teach this in the retreats, okay? So I want you guys to receive this teaching here and now. So let's cover the seven sacred steps. Step one, listen to your heart and body for how to love. Care for yourself. Trust yourself. Offer compassion and your soul will reveal. Slowly, slowly reveal herself. Hear your heart and what she yearns for. Feel everything. Integrate. The sacred feminine teaches us how to love and relate to ourselves, first through a stable, truthful, authentic, and compassionate relationship to ourselves. So really develop your relationship with yourself first and your inner lover. How do you want to be held? How do you want to be spoken to? How do you want to be treated? How, you, how do you want to be cherished and adored? How do you want to be respected? What beliefs do you hold about love? Do you come from love or control and fear? Do you come from love or resistance and drama? And have you healed your fears of loss, rejection, and abandonment? Take your time, let go, just flow, go slow, and really tune into this lover, this lover energy in your life. How do you relate to you, to love and emotions? And this kind of journey requires you to love deeper and love bigger than you ever thought you could find. You know, and this journey of loving yourself is the essence of loving your own soul. It's the relationship you have with your own soul. So you really need to give, give each of these steps to yourself first. Because once you experience this for yourself, you can share this with another. That level of deep connection and going within yourself is the journey of unconditional love. It's the pilgrimage to your heart. So loving yourself first is the priority that brings sacred union. Nurture your emotions, right? The first and most beautiful nature for all women is to feel her emotions and then to nurture them. She feels them. We feel our emotions because each and every one of them is special with a story to tell. We nurture our emotions because each and every one of them is a part of ourselves, And it's an expression of our inner child, our inner children. So when we do feel our emotions and nurture them, we can find greater peace, clarity and serenity through all of the emotions that we feel, even the temperate ones the tempered ones and the act of feeling and nurturing yourself so that you can continue to feel rather than preventing yourself from fully feeling and injecting rationalization and introducing blockages judging yourself suppressing your emotions all of this will lead to the act of integration and this is the true power of the woman's touch the feminine way the feminine knows how to integrate and this integration is what makes a woman strong She takes something into herself and makes it a part of herself. And she grows because of this process. She accepts all of her emotions. So she receives all the gifts they have to offer. That's the fruit of the emotion. This not only makes us strong as women, but emotionally resilient. And the masculine has to go out and take or go out and make. But for the feminine energy, we can stay in one place. And the world comes to us and we can experience all of it just through integrating. That's power. I want you to really understand and imagine that and feel the power of this process. Sacred step number two, appreciate your soul gifts. See yourself for more than your appearance, for more than what you do, for more than how much money you make. Really see yourself in the mirror, past your judgments, past your expectations, prejudice and family history, past shame and guilt. See yourself as divine, as a goddess, as a god. Believe in yourself and give back to yourself. Whenever you feel your soul gifts inside of you, stay in your body and appreciate that feeling. It will deepen inside you and allow that same gift to come up more and more and more frequently. That love of self and love of another begin with the honoring of your own core gifts. And as we learn to do this, we begin to feel more certain of who we are and what we are meant to do in the world. That's power as well. That's love. So allow a sense of awe for these gifts they're about to shine through. Let them reveal to you the depth of your love, their need, the tenderness that you need to give to them. Really witness them. Imagine insta- just imagine standing in front of the vastness of the Mediterranean Sea. You can't just walk across the Mediterranean. You can't enlarge or shrink it. But you can stand on the edge of its turquoise vastness and feel awe and amazement. All disappears when we chip away at ourselves through criticism and judgment for our imperfection. And all can return to us when we name our soul gifts and recognize our true inner beauty. And when we can cherish our gifts like this, it really leads to loving and seeking ourselves out. And that's the kind of love we're asking from the world is to be seen and heard for these soul gifts. So to honor our gifts is just one of the most powerful acts of self-love. To ignore them is an act of betrayal to ourselves. Sacred step number three, invite pleasure and passion. Embody the feminine, slow down, awaken your senses, open to new possibilities, arouse your deepest desires. Take time for sensuality and pleasure. So. These are the things that I teach in shakti, in the books, in the podcast, in the sound, the guided meditations, in the sound healing, in the retreats, in the dance classes. And it's my observation that women today are hungry for dance, hungry to access their second chakras, hungry to taste their own sweet forbidden fruit, what we've denied to ourselves. When they come to my sacred dance workshops, they often find buried pleasure the music of their emotions and repressed sensual gifts. The sacred feminine celebrates the temple of her body through dance, music and celebration. She celebrates pleasure as an art form. She is a lover of life, a courtesan, uninhibited, sexually wild and free. She gives us permission to enjoy our bodies and enjoy receiving pleasure from our deep devotion to self-love and our love relationship to our earth bodies. Women are given permission to, to find pleasure in their sacred sexual bodies, to find wholeness in their sweet juiciness and express that through the passionate language of dance and music and celebration and song through the sexual priestess. We are maturing from a mother-child relationship with the earth to a lover relationship with the earth, where we have greater power and clarity to give birth to our vision of a sacred, free, and joyful life. We are the creator. We are the creating process and what is being created. We are dancing in the fire of co-creation, dancing away, shaking away anything that's not our soul. And so this sexual energy is a very beautiful gift. It is also a creative energy. And in my dance school, Sacred Dance Abisa, I've created a sacred dance form called Shakti Flow for the sexual priestess, for any woman wanting to dance, beginner, advanced, intermediate, child, teenager, woman, crone. And this dance engages our body's instincts as a creator. This deepens our awareness of how we are feeling. And as we raise our shakti energy, our feminine life force becomes an erotic and spiritual experience. We offer the full expression of our sacred bodies and sensual spirit through heat, breath, and sound. It's very primal. And we dance with great spirit. The vibration snakes and flow through our bodies, including our skeletal, soul, organ, sexual, chakra, muscular, collective, and ancestral anatomies. We are hitting so many layers. Can you imagine that? We feel our own fire. This is the language of Shakti. This is the language of Shakti flow for the sexual priestess. And when we dance like this, we weave sex and spirit in a cocoon of trust, love, and passion. And we feel this energy for ourselves. It is our own energy field. It is a powerful experience, to say the least. We anchor this energy and this awareness in the love and sex centers, the two hearts, the two light centers that heal, create, and nourish life, the two light centers that create awe and ecstasy. We rock, undulate, and vibrate to deeply access our life force energy. And so this is not experienced in typical yoga classes. This deeply, this deep connection, this deep feeling that naturally occurs during body level transformations, including orgasm, deep grieving, dancing, and soul-shaking laughter. So invite pleasure and passion in. Invite it in. Yes! (laughs) Sacred step number four, explore truth and intimacy. So go beyond what you know, what you've been taught to know. Explore and appreciate the intimacy of your body. Expand the boundaries of your mind. Initiate your inner union with the divine. For you to have a loving relationship with yourself and to become emotionally honest, open and trusting of yourself, you must first make friends with truth. When you have a healthy relationship with truth, self-trust naturally follows, and you begin to cultivate strong patterns and habits of self-love within yourself, which affects your relationship in a healthy, positive way. Who you think you are is important, and like attracts like. Do you like who you are? Do you? Do you like and trust and accept yourself? That level of self-esteem is a choice what you want in a relationship is also important when you're willing to ask for it without shame and really able, you're able to create it within yourself and with your partner. And when you're able to ask for what you really want and when you're clear about what that is, you can really flow with trust and open to trust until then. I I don't recommend going around demanding things just because you think entitled to it. You know, the, the journey of exploring your truth and trust and intimacy is also the journey of emotional maturity. We get what we focus on. So this is a great opportunity to focus on the solutions. Let the problem help you understand what you really need and what you want. Make a choice and then decide. And then tell yourself the truth about what you want, not what you, others think that you need, you know, family, friends, spouse, society, not what they want and need from you. Speak up for your own needs. You have many emotional, physical, sexual, mental, safety, and spiritual needs that need to be met by yourself and your partner. So be honest about what, that, what those needs are and really communicate them to your loved ones and tell everyone else your truth about what you want. Don't be afraid to share your vision and your dreams. When you're lined up like this, you're aligned with your truth and trust and intimacy and you're connected you're really awakening your emotions. You're really awakening yourself to what your true beliefs are, what your true desires are. So get clear on how to define your self-worth. Is your worth based on intrinsic soul level characteristics like kindness, compassion, passion, and the desire to learn? These are all internal. Or is your self-worth based on career, car, what friends and family say, external things? It's wonderful to have material things, to really enjoy life to the fullest, but do you derive your self-worth from them and your image? That's, that's what I mean by really getting clear on who you are. So when you get clear on this truth, the truth creates trust in our relationships and the relationship to ourself. And so respect is earned from trust and love is earned from respect. And intimacy is the gift we get When we risk telling the truth. Relationships that work long-term are ones where both people are whole, honest, communicative, expressive, and speak their truth wisely. Fear of intimacy is fear of the truth. So own your truth. Know your sense of self, where you begin and where you end, and then you will understand someone else's truth when they speak it to you. And if it aligns with your own core self, your values, and your life, then you dance with them. So this unconditional love, it's an inside job. Start working from within. More self-love, less self-abandonment, judging, criticizing, withdrawal, shutting down, controlling, passive aggression, jealousy, and possessiveness. It is a journey. It's taking me all my life. I'm 40 and I'm still learning. So don't you worry, you know, just enjoy the journey. Okay? Sacred step number five, integrate, integration. This is the the deep feminine power, right? Integration is the feminine power, how a woman knows that emotions are her tools, but she doesn't seek to use them for manipulation. She simply allows for them to transform her by receiving them. The emotions do their magic, not because she tries to tame them, but because she honors and embraces them. Women don't have to lift a finger. We are transformed from deep within by a primal process that's built into our bodies all because we have patience and we can surrender to grace, awe, and acceptance. So really integrate your emotions and tap into their power. Reap the rewards of this emotion resiliency through mindfulness. And you need to integrate all of your emotions like we've been talking about which means you need to accept the anger and the jealousy and the fear and so on. Each have a value and that they are no less worthy of your attention and your time than the more socially acceptable emotions such as joy and love. So when you integrate, when you feel all your emotions and when you integrate them, you come into a place of connection and truth and power. And in doing so, you nurture your emotional self and with a woman's touch, And by learning how to do all this, you cultivate patience, surrender, grace, awe, and acceptance. Sacred step number six, flow, receive, and surrender. Surrender to the experience. Trust your soul. Know you are free. Be patient with all of your emotions. A four-year-old child knows how emotions work. She'll only play when she's done crying (laughs) because she knows that there's time for being sad and a time for being happy. She doesn't try to manipulate those natural rhythms by distracting herself when she hasn't felt the emotions fully. But for a lot of adults, we try to do this every day. We distract ourselves through therapy or self-help or emotions that make us feel better. We're not comfortable with our grief. We're not comfortable with our anger and our jealousy or even crying. And so whenever we repress, suppress, cover up or avoid negative emotions, we don't allow them to flow naturally from beginning to end. They really need to take their course and finish the journey. So let your emotions flow. Get in touch with the feminine practice of surrendering to your life and realizing that really you don't need to control what happens to you. I used to have the belief that I needed to be in control of my life and my fate. And this set me up for disappointment when things didn't turn out how I expected. And when something went wrong, or not according to my plan, how of my life should turn out, I was left with those very negative emotions that I was trying to avoid, including rage and pain. So when you let go of planning and doing, you can really open to grace and eventually see the grace in all of your emotions. Your emotions will really provide a vital source of information about you and for you. This information tells you what you need in order to be happy, healthy, and successful in your life. And without this access to this information, you're like a wanderer lost in a desert. So really nurture yourself, nourish your emotions, open your heart. All of your emotions are messengers here to help you live a fuller, more conscious life. And when we can cherish the beauty and opportunity in feeling and nurturing our emotions, we can feel at peace with them and soar with emotional freedom, not afraid, not ashamed just free and the last of our seven sacred steps is embody what is embody it's to be large in our body to feel all of our emotions and nurture them to not be ashamed of them and in this moment in time in sacred feminine consciousness and this journey of self-love and wellness we're being opened up so we can expand and be large As we nurture ourselves, we emotionally separate from the toxic messages of less than and stay small that we women have been receiving from the wider culture for centuries, that we've been internalizing this toxicity. We start needing for other people to understand us in order to feel okay. We need to change them or modify them to feel loved by them. So we become fixers and we tolerate poor treatment from others and blame ourselves feeling guilty for our true desires and feelings. But that time is gone. We're entering into this new time of as we mother ourselves and nurture ourselves, we become the love, the lover, the beloved. And so these memories, those messages that were stored deep in our bodies, they're, they're leaving us and our new energy is coming in. So our work is to continue nurturing ourselves so if we feel safe enough in our roots, in our our wombs, in our body vessels, and start to let go of those early beliefs that told us we must stay small in order to be loved. We let go of pain and old stories. We let go of old patriarchal values. Be loved or be empowered. The feminine says we can have both. We can be loved and be empowered. We can open to feeling our deepest desires and dreams unapologetically, unashamed. We open to experience increased levels of vitality, wonder, creativity, joy, bliss, abundance, money, and the ability to receive more good things in our life. So allow yourself to be large. Allow yourself to take up space in your voice, in your body. (laughs) Thank you for listening and holding space with me today. I love you all so much, and I'm so grateful for your continued support. Wishing you all a wonderful week. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends and be sure to visit Shaktipriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.